Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the From Brooklyn to the world, Paulie Malinaji, Peter Cards, and we're here for episode number, Peter, which one? 31. 31. I'm very excited. Almost catching up to my age. Always, yeah. Mine too. Yeah, it was, that it was your me. birthday. Yeah. Oh, please. We don't even talk about my birthday anymore. The Monday? Too, I'd say once you pass a certain number, you stop even 35 years old. Oh, my God, Honestly, it was Tuesday. My yeah? Yeah. My birthday Happy birthday My, my birthday Thanks My birthday. birthday was like a regular day though I was training all week And I trained one day for my birthday too yeah, you you're, you're not like 10 years old I'm not gonna have a party at the bowling alley You know Right I pizza. wanted to though <laughs> That's not wrong I mean I wish I could've but You wanted had, the pizza That's what you wanted the you, pizza. Had a, you had a good cake on Saturday No? Yeah, it was good. It was fruitcake, but unfortunately, I had uh, <laughs> Alyssa's, Alyssa's uh, big ziti too. Big ziti, yeah. The How many plates? Yeah, the, the, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, always, you only mention that part, but you don't mention the fact that I went jogging at two no, o'clock no, in the you morning, did, right? You did, you did, you did, you did, you did your jogging at two in the morning. <laughs> two in the morning. No, no joke. I had big ziti, bro. With you, start cooking up a storm for Canelo Cotto. My girl, my girl makes big ziti, and she makes it awesome, right? So, so. He's like, no, I worked out extra hard today because I had a feeling there was going to be a lot of food. So my girl's like, yo, I'm going to make you a small plate. So he's like, yeah, you know what? I'll have a, I'll have a little bit. So a little bit. The best is she makes him a, a small portion. He fucking devours it, right? Like a crackhead. But I was like a potato chip. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got mozzarella and ricotta all over his his, his uh, vodka. We call it his like beard, and um, so I'm like. I'm like, that was a little bit. I said, you know, have a little more if you really felt like y- you could do it, you know? He goes, I'm going to wait. No longer as he says, I'm going to wait. I turn one way, he turns the other way, and he brings a mountain back. <laughs> in a plate. Yeah. A yeah. fucking mountain that... I thought I was going to wait. I, uh, me, a fat bastard, I couldn't eat that in a week, what he ate. <laughs> well, he's been starving himself for weeks. No, no, no. When you work out like me, your appetite develops. No, sure. he, he oh, ate that. Highlight, highlights, Morgan he Black, back severe. And then he went back and had another monster plate later on. Yeah, I'm like this fuck. But then I went for a monster jog after that. Monster Look jog. at that oh, shot! Who bent that? Thank you. I was by bent like Beckham, except it was Johnson. Pause. Wow, <laughs> man, what a shot! He bent the Marusha shit out of it. Back. What about Sevilla? They got into the Champions League because they won last year's UEFA Cup or Europa League. They're making that tournament look really bad right now. Oh, here's the Juve highlights. Juve versus City. Juve versus City. This is the game we've been trying to put on. I got here thinking I was gonna find this game. Look at this goal, Mandzukic. Look at this. Oh, this is like radio in the 40s. Lovely touch. Mario, Mario Mandzukic. Lovely <laughs> touch. Oh, this is a big win for you, man, because I think uh, City had taken all first place in the group. Wow, what a save. Look at Buffon still making saves at 40 years old. Look at that I save. I know, and you keep hating on him, too. I don't hate on him. Well, I don't hate on Buffon. I just think that, you know, City was a pretty good goalie, and he he's not better than Buffon. at the national level. Look at this. They almost made it two. We should have. They should have been two. How do you let Hart save that shot? And now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, well, sorry guys, we're, we're actually on, we're actually on the move as we're as we're watching Juve versus Man City highlights because I thought we were gonna have it on when I got here, and instead we ended up 
getting treated like second race citizens. Oh, Look at this! Wow. Look at this! Did you see Sterling not score that? How did Sterling miss that? Thank goodness that he hurts, didn't miss Paulie. it. That hurts, Paulie. Juve 11 points, Mojan Blackback 5, and City 9. That's it. It's over, you know? Uh, you and Man City advance. Going to black back doesn't advance anymore. My feelings are hurt. You and Man City actually advanced already. Wow. <laughs> Just a matter of are we going to pass first place. What are you doing? What, are you doing? what am I right, talking to myself over here? You don't have any comments All you on do the is game? talk about the fucking highlights. We know what happened already. Who gives you a shit? You know what happened? Yeah, did you see the game? I guarantee you I guarantee you. the listeners are going to know what happened because we're delayed, you fucking dipshit. Whatever. You're sitting here calling it like... I'm waiting this freaking podcast. You're calling it like it's live. Well, bro, it just ended. I didn't see these highlights All yet. All of our listeners are at a bar right now and just finished watching this game. I know. They got to see the highlights. I didn't get to see any of this. What a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Morgan's black back, man. They're having a good year, huh? Yeah, but they're out of the Champions League. I they changed said, coaches. I thought you said they don't lose a game since they changed coaches. They don't, but they're already out of the Champions League. They don't start, oh, you know, it was too late. Yeah, they. I think they were like, last time I saw, they were like on a seven-match winning streak in the, in the Bundesliga after they changed coaches. Or something crazy like that. In the like Bundesliga. That. Yeah. John, you definitely don't know what the Bundesliga no, is. That's No, that's that's ger- that's <laughs> the German <laughs> that's the German NYPD League. NYPD Johnathan here. Oh, yes. I'm learning about soccer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to teach him about that's soccer. That's the German League. Bundesliga is the German League, yeah. That's what oh. we do. Bundesliga. No, no joke. It's they didn't lose here Sauer, either. Sauer Krauten. Oh, huh? they didn't lose here either. We they played Juve twice. They drew them both times, and now they beat uh, Sevilla. They still, uh, I mean, they still not losing. It's just they were so far behind already that they're out. What about Alexi Lalas got hired by Fox Sports? What do you think of that idea? He's a moron. I actually don't agree with most of the things he says, but yeah, apparently he's, a, he's, he's annoying. He's, he's a hater too. He is a hater, right? I thought I got that feeling big too. Time, he's a big of he's, because he's American and played for the national team here. Mm-hmm. He talks about them like they're actually good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean you're a hater. No, no, no. I don't like him like hating on other teams. Them, no, but he'll compare them to teams and, and bring up the stupid rankings that we always talk about that, yeah, that yeah. don't mean anything. Yeah, the FIFA rankings, yeah. That and, actually, and mean, he'll talk that about, actually don't mean anything at all. And he'll talk about upcoming games like they have a shot to win. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he'll, he's not going to be like, oh, listen, you know, they have to improve in many places. Uh, you know, I'd like to see them do this. He's like, oh, I'm so curious to see this game. Are you? You're really curious to watch them get blown out? What, what are you curious about? The girls are better than the men. Oh, come on. That's I feel harsh. Like, I feel like there's a bunch of Ronda Rousey's on the, on the, on the USA <laughs> team on. compared to the guys. Come on. Right, right. Holly. Holly. Yeah. Over. Yo, Holly met, met uh, Hove. At the at the Kodo fight, and what happened? She said she was so starstruck, and this whole week has been crazy for her. Mm-hmm. That um, Jay Z was like, "Hey, Holly, you know, congrats on your win." And he, she was like, "Oh, thanks." And he, he goes, "This is my wife." She goes, "Hi, what's your name?" No, Then she realized, like you know, but she says normally when I meet someone and they say, "This is my Whoa. wife," I say, "Hi, what's your name?" Oh. <laughs> it was fucking Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, she's uh, never get a second chance to make a first impression. That's a fact. Yeah. What's Beyonce gonna do? Kick her ass? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, that's that's true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. She'll she'll take her and Jay Z same night. Look at all the most most interesting man in the world. Look at this commercial. This one they get better and better with this guy. They don't <laughs> have they don't have any volume on this. I know, but you can just see what he does too. Look, oh, you want me to put the volume on? No, no, no. Because look, the most interesting <laughs> man. Look, he's painting. This is the art picture. Look, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Because as they're saying, saw one thing, and you actually follow the the the. The highlights and like there are different highlights. He's the best. He's the like, man. He's taming lions and we shit. We met in those commercials. Yeah, yeah, we did. How we met him at the U- UTA uh, party yeah. once a year. There's a UTA party. Yeah. Well, United Talent Agency. How interesting. Signed to. How interesting was he? 
It wasn't, it wasn't very interesting, interesting. I gotta be honest. He was pretty whacked. It was whacked, and he wasn't like a whack like when Pete gets whacked. And he like gets he wild. doesn't. Like he says he doesn't usually drink, but I think he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And not only that, he wasn't like no. a wild whack. He, he doesn't like usually really drink whack. Beer. He doesn't usually not drink. He says he usually doesn't does. drink beer, but when oh, he does, he prefers so he Dos Equis. He was probably getting lit on some, on yeah. some maybe like some tequila or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Tequila. yeah. There was a lot of different alcohol. Yeah. That part. Yeah, there sure was. Yeah, there sure was. Maybe next time we see him, he'll be more interesting. What do you think? We saw, um, we saw Craig Mackworthy there. Yeah, Mackworthy from <laughs> from from what's that show? Oh, He's found and down. Austin Powers. <laughs> Mackworthy. Austin Powers. What the fuck? That was close. No, Powers. He's found and down. You fucking Kenny Powers. Powers. Kenny, Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. The Kenny Powers. Powers. I knew it was his cousin. They're related. They're related. I blew that whole joke. Yeah, it Dude, was that, I would see that movie if, if Kenny Powers would make joined wait. Austin Powers and went on an adventure. That was his weird cousin. I would join. I would Austin watch Powers. that. Oh, that'd be like his uncle because Ken Austin came out of like twenty years before. Sure, but he looks young though. We need another season. Yeah. He's bowed down. Did you guys see oh, Kenny Powers, the actor in uh, Land of the Lost remake with uh, Will Ferrell? Yes, I didn't see, see the whole thing. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Yeah. Everybody said that movie sucked. That I thought it was hilarious. I didn't see the whole thing. I didn't see Land of the Lost. Can I? What was Land of the Lost? Do you know it was a little TV show with that big ass mosquito? Yeah, that was so funny. That was so funny. Who else is in that? Uh, I miss a lot. I miss Will all Ferrell. the What was he, like a weed dealer or something? What was he in that movie? He was just oh, some kind of... Kenny Express. Powers? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah Kenny Powers. Danny but. McBride? Wasn't he yes, like... Danny McBride. Good call. Danny McBride. He was, he was, he was trying... He, he was like a shyster, kind of a right, con he was just like a guy. swindler. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the three of them went in the, in the canoe and ended up in the whole right, Land of the Lost right. with the dinosaurs. Will Ferrell was actually like a scientist or some show. Wait, you guys don't know Land of the Lost? I'm a little older than you guys. It was a TV show. It was like on Channel 11 growing up with the dinosaurs on it I know Land of the Lost. The family, I, I never watched it. I don't uh, even know if, if it was before my time, but I, remember, I, I distinctly remember Land of the Lost. Seth, you're so old when you used to go outside, there were dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, boys. There this here, there again. There this again. here is the Land of the Lost. You're the dinosaurs and big ones and little ones. Yeah, it's great. But I don't know. I thought that, that movie got crushed, you know, of course. You know, people just hated it, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was one of those, uh, I guess, low-budget big actors. Yeah, well, that's man. Will Ferrell, man. It's either you love him or you hate him. I feel like. See, there was in the TV show there was Chaka, who was like a little, it was a caveman. There's a you know a modern family in the show, and they they befriended this little caveman guy, Chaka. He's like Chaka, yeah, Chaka. Yeah. So, <laughs> Will Ferrell just yelling, "Chaka, get back here, you asshole!" That just made me laugh so much. <laughs> He's like, "Chaka, you asshole!" <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Apparently, I missed all this, but I'm watching the Real Madrid highlights. Yeah, right uh, well, we're trying to keep the podcast going while you watch soccer. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching the Real Madrid highlights, and apparently, in live Madrid yeah, had a huge kicks lead. The ball. What, what percentage of your audience watches soccer? Three. A lot of them. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. We, we got all the Brits. Are you Thir kidding me? Thirteen percent. We did a survey. Oh, we did oh, some research. Did. CBS no, did some research. Yes. It's only thirteen percent. Really? No, I just made that up. All those Brits. It has to be more. It's probably eighty-seven percent. Real was literally up for nothing this game. Oh yeah, I have my numbers more. Oh look at that! making out. That was that. That was weird. That was. Cristiano just jumped on top of a missionary style. Hey now, that was a little suspect. Hey now, don't hate on Cristiano. I don't know. Anybody, if anybody can do it, it's him. He's my he favorite player. He can do it and get away with it. Yeah. Shock Doll, who actually now has to have a new stadium since they blew up the Shock Doll next stadium where I fought Vyacheslav Tinchenko in. You know, they don't what even do, get what their do you own mean? Home what do you mean blew it up? They, they blew the, it up. They had that civil war and they shot a missile through the Donetsk Stadium. So Jesus Shock Doll Donetsk has to play their home games and live. 
Or live, live. There's whatever. a lot of violence at a game that there's not a lot of scoring. It's funny. You know? Speaking of blowing that's shit up. Speak yourself, Seth. That game had seven goals. That was a 4-3 game. All right. Speaking of blowing shit up. Um, uh, what about that um, thing that happened? Yeah, don't get me started on this. Uh-oh. Apparently, <laughs> Apparently, the Turks have blown up a Russian fighter jet. And they say it was in their airspace. How do you go I up, up a Russian? I don't. Something about these Turks is so fishy. Like first they 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 buy oil from ISIS, like but something I like two million dollars a day worth of I oil. I thought Turks and Caicos was like a nice relaxing place. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh Turks and Caicos God. is a good relaxing place. It's Turkey. Oh, yeah. and not Thanksgiving. So oh. don't even start that. You mean yeah. lamb and like rice and shit. <laughs> Yes. Turkey, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. But Tur- Middle yeah. Eastern, the Turkish people. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, the we have the restaurant Tur- in our the- neighborhood called Istanbul. Jeez, yeah. Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. Look at Zlatan. Zlatan coming. In. They won five nothing today. Anyway, I keep getting uh, losing my focus because of these Champions League highlights. I'm turning it off. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I haven't seen any of these. I gotta watch these highlights. Uh, I'm glad. I don't, don't want to get up in here, Seth. I don't want to interrupt so, the podcast. Yeah. So apparently. The the Turks they uh, shot down a Russian fighter jet. What's up with these Turks, man? Is it, if I see the suspicion with them, does the government not see it, or maybe they're just doing one of these specialty cover ups they like to do in the government? You know what I mean? Like because these guys buy oil from ISIS. They like literally directly, not indirectly. You know, like you have the indirect funds. No, no, these guys directly fund ISIS. It's not indirect. There's nothing indirect about it. They actually directly buy oil from ISIS. Blatant, right yeah. there in like your blatant, grill. Like. And then the U.S. says. They are allies, and Russia just can't attack, can't just go and attack them for shooting down their plane. Dude, are you kidding me? We're going to tell Russia what to do? That's ridiculous. We do tell Russia what to do. Like, they, it's a, they, like a back and forth. Like, they're going to listen? Now, they're not going to listen. But Russia has to listen because it's like NATO involved and all this shit. Man. You know, there's a proper way to do things. Obviously, Putin's pissed. But what I'm saying is, first of all, I'd be pissed if I'm Putin too. But what I'm saying is, where you get your balls big enough? Where do you get your balls big enough to tell Putin he's not allowed to be made of Turkey? And now you can't attack Turkey because they're our our allies? Last time I checked, they're funding the guys that are trying to blow shit up over here. That's a fact. Well, we trained them. I'm not exactly... (laughs) Yeah, we trained them. We trained them. So, I mean, you know... I'm not exactly Mr. Political over here, but apparently the the podcast is starting to go into a political oh, yeah. a political uh, I'm gonna run venture president. these last few episodes. Of what? But 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 am I wrong or am I just speaking the obvious over here? I mean, well, it's we, ridiculous. Well, it's really ridiculous. They were allies before all this. Can you explain this? What you heard about this whole allied thing? They were allies during from the Cuban what? Missile Crisis, the, right? Because well. the Soviet Union put missiles apparently in Cuba, and Cuba let them point them to the U.S. And Cuba, right. if right. Cuba has missiles pointed to the U.S. We via Russia, via the Soviet Union. That pissed off the U.S., right. which up until like a year ago, which is why up until like six months ago, they still you still couldn't even bring a Cuban cigar into this country, which is a, another joke. You know, when you get me want to get me started on because Cuba allowed the Soviet Union to put missiles pointed fact. to us in the '60s, and that was called the Cuban Missile Crisis. So what did we do in turn? Turkey used, let us right. use their their the land thing. to point missiles to them. Okay, bro, that was 50 years ago. That was 50 years ago. So based on that favor they did you 50 years ago. They're no. now allowed to fund no, I don't the terrorists would... that are blowing your shit up. Now, these people are literally blowing your shit up. They're not pointing the missiles. They're literally blowing your shit up. Oh, they're blowing literally. shit up. Like, like the, in Cuba, they had up. the missiles pointed at us. They <laughs> right. didn't blow anything up. Fact. Now you're allying with these people that are funding the guys that are literally blowing <laughs> shit up. They're not just pointing it. They're actually doing it. They're blowing themselves up. Yeah, shit's they getting bad care. over here. This yeah, podcast they're blowing is blowing themselves up. up. Yeah. They're shooting. They're going on, on, on uh, uh, 
machine gun rampages. I gotta worry about flying. Like I'm, I'm trying to fly to London, and I'm worried. I gotta worry about which flight I'm taking and which which air, which airport I should fly out of and what day I should fly into and what day is a safe day to fly in. I gotta worry about this shit. Our pets' heads are falling off. This shit is like, out, of, out of control over here. What the fuck is going on? No, no, seriously. Hey, like with. There's tongue in cheek, but there's not tongue in cheek. A lot, of, a lot of this shit is serious too, bro. Like, there's no tongue like this in cheek, shit is, yeah. this shit is like affecting me now directly. You know what I mean? I gotta worry about whether I'm coming home for Christmas. What are we kidding each other? Like, I'm, I was all psyched about this potential fight on the at the O2 Arena in London for the European title. I'm still psyched to see my fans, but now, now we gotta worry about all this shit because these guys are threatening uh, England. You guys are threatening France. They're mm. threatening everybody, mm. and they get their money from Turkey, who we are gonna back. Yeah, that's a, Bro. that deal has to get renegotiated. Renegotiate. Like you're no longer you just, our ally. You just you just end it. There's no renegotiation. Yeah. You buy shit from ISIS. You there's no negotiation anymore. That's it. Well, I told you they should be they should be buying oil from us, and you just cut off ISIS's is, is you know their demand and money. How it's well, like. <clears throat> You well, I don't want to say how it is, but, but how do you do that if you get getting yeah. it at a cheaper price? Yeah. You think America's going to cut them a deal? Yeah, America's ain't going to cut them a deal. You're supposed to be our ally. You don't, you're not yeah. acting like much of a fucking ally. There's so a you lot of supposed to be, but America that's what fucked I'm trying up. To say. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm trying to say. So if you want to yeah. be a boss, be about it. But that's the problem. That's them, what like, Jonathan is trying to say, though. They get a better price on oil from ISIS. We don't even use our oil. We don't even use our own oil. The U.S. would never give them that kind of price, even though they're our allies. They're only our allies when they shoot down Russian planes and we tell Russia you can't attack them. But they're not our allies and we gotta give them a better deal on oil than ISIS gives them. Right? They're not our allies anymore then. Right? right. When you wanna do something that's worth it. Right. hundred percent. Well, now they're shooting down Russian planes, which I don't give a shit what anybody tells you. There's something fishy about shooting down that Russian plane. They said it was something they said really they, fishy. It was an accident. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't they an accident. They said it went into the space. They went and into they their airspace. Time, they warned them six times, they said. Ten times. That's what they said. That's it now becomes said. a he said, she said. Right, right. And the Russians are saying they were in Syrian airspace, which is actually uh, the, the border, you know, which is what they've right. been bombing the, border, the whole time. Yeah. Is there you know? any history of Russia bombing Turkey? There isn't, uh, but about obviously if the U.S. <laughs> you want to ask the question in a week? No, there isn't. There isn't, but but so if the U.S. held a grudge over Cuba for just pointing missiles at us to the degree where if I went to the Caribbean, I couldn't even bring home a, a Cuban cigar for my friends. If they held that kind of grudge in Cuba, the U.S. did. We I assume even allowed to holiday. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I assume the Soviets probably holiday. hold the same kind of grudge over the Turks for letting the U.S. point missiles at them. Sure. I assume. So, if now they get a sh uh, their own plane shot down by the Turks, it's only going to escalate shit. I mean, yeah, I think. Bro, at day's end, no matter what, no matter what, at day's end, no he said, she said, you said, I said, all this. At the end of the day, no matter what, they are funding yep. ISIS. I think that's I think, it. That's, that's where like the conversation should I think, end. I think right if, there. I think that's if, it. I, I think if Cuba shot down one of our planes, like Fidel Castro would have a Cuban cigar up his ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no joke. So, yeah. And nobody I would, would tell us NATO. Yeah, it, it, it depends right. who our president was. Yeah, but bro, oh, yeah. I don't you have much faith in this dude. No. You, yeah, no I don't way. either. But you know what? You, you, know? Can't, play, you can't play the hypocr hypocrisy role, bro. It, America's foreign policy is way too hypocritical, bro. Way too hypocritical. And it's been like this for a while. And that's why everybody's targeting Americans constantly. Bro, Americans are like the biggest targets for terrorism. Like, well, I don't even give a shit about any of this. And I got to be targeted because I'm indirectly involved? Because my family decided to move here from Italy? The fuck? That's yeah. worse than our pet head for you. Yeah. Italy, guys. <laughs> I should have stayed in Italy, right? Yeah. We should have stayed in Italy. I would have been a freaking soccer player or something. Who needs this shit? We're head wrap. 
Oh, man. This is crazy. <laughs> Which is where I rap. Having said all that, I look forward to fighting in the O2 Arena in two weeks. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We, oh, just, gotta yeah. get, we just gotta get there in one piece. Thank you. You know what I mean? And yeah, come back, get back in one, one piece, yeah. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Do you guys know who Anonymous is? Who's Anonymous? It's a, it's a it's a hacking group. I thought it was somebody that I thought it was. It's a hacking not, group called Anonymous. I thought yes. you're not supposed really to know. Really creative, really creative <laughs> name. I figured like when you're anonymous, <laughs> yeah. you know they don't right. want you to know it's, who they it's are. It's the biggest hacking group there is, and uh, they're hacking ISIS. And uh, what they do is any, anything that's officially oh, that's verified good. tags with ISIS stuff. Uh-huh. It's called Rick Rolling. So any uh, Rick Astley song comes on, never gonna give you up. Wow. Any, <laughs> any never gonna, gonna give, never gonna give. And what happened? Huh? And so what happened? I'm just telling you that's what they did, and they they did it. There's a whole bunch of stories about it. The <laughs> they, they hacked them. Yeah. yeah, but did we get any good information out of it? No, they're just they're stopping them from communicating. So any any like official hashtags. Bro, or this anything? is like yeah, bro, that's how you like get legit. them. No, bro, that's this, how you get them. Like you always fear hackers. Like now there's like a real use for them. Well, like aside from listen, getting world, your bank account stolen from you, the world is against. <laughs> Can you Google anonymous? December 12th and see if anything comes up I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even look for them dudes yeah bro I'm you fucking with them bro I'll do it oh man that's crazy shit going on yeah but it's cool you attack them from all angles yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. against these guys so eventually we're gonna squash them. it's like a weird thing though because it really it reminds me of like some old time alien movie where it's like them against the human race like they're literally almost not human it's like they're against anybody not them you said like that any last kind of week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I did. You I said really it last week. That. I didn't yeah. realize I was said it was on the air when I said it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a it's a weird thing, bro. I, I, you really feel that? Yeah, I really feel scary that. enemy because anybody yeah. you fight that's willing to die. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, us bro. as Americans, you can't tell an American soldier strap this on. Yeah. And, and go, go kill go, yourself. And go blow yeah. yourself. You know who used to do that? He's and like, Nah, player. I'll plant the bomb. Yeah. And I'm gonna. Taint run, it with an infrared <laughs> and then leave, and you guys can send right. the bomb to the coordinates you know, that, that I provided you. Know, you in World War Two, the Japanese, the kamikazes, yeah, the kamikaze yeah, but the these dudes ain't afraid. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the problem, bro. I don't know. It's it's, it's a tough it's a tough enemy to fight. Bro. I think, I think but it, it goes oh. back to let sleeping dogs lie. Let sleeping dogs lie. Like why do you have to go fuck with them in the Middle East? I think leave them alone. But you know what the you know what they should do? What they should all sit down like. All these um, terrorists or whatever, and they should sit and do like a seance with like a Ouija board, mm-hmm. and contact some of these terrorists that have blown themselves up and see if they live and fly up in there. Yeah, the see birds. if they live and fly. Because if <laughs> yeah. he just if the guy just goes, nah, I just actually blew myself up, and then mm-hmm. it was just like black. Like maybe they'll stop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, if it's not paradise and no fucking, forty virgins. And yeah, if there's no forty virgins like sucking on your pole everywhere you go, <laughs> is it really worth it? You know what I'm saying? So maybe what they, if you're a girl? Because last what? week the girl blew herself up. Yeah. What, uh, did they, what did she I, get? Yeah, I forgot. What did they get? Is what she, did she get? She gets know. unlimited cocks. <laughs> Anywhere she turns is a she cop. She can actually dress the way she wants. To. Yes, and that's and what it is. That Ouija board could backfire. What if you find out that they actually get the forty virgins? Then I'm switching religions. I'm fucking with these people. <laughs> 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 mute Pete, mute Pete's mic. Mute Pete. I'm going rug shopping tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be so flying through like the motherfucking Aladdin. <laughs> 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 well, he needs a parrot on your shoulder. <laughs> Whip my cock out. 
So anyway, isn't it already well, out? Well, you know, that's mm-hmm. a joke. We respect our religions. Of yeah, course. You know, that, and, you know there's a lot of good Muslims out there. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. I think the, the good Muslims are actually the biggest victims because yeah. now they're not loved by these people. These people right. these people are killing Muslims. Yes. Well, and then right. those same innocent Muslims are also have to catch all the stereotypes and stereotypes. all the prejudices Type and all the hatred that everybody else has for Muslims because of the jihadist movement. Right. So these innocent Muslims, they, you know, they, I, I feel the worst for them because, yeah. you know, they they have nowhere to turn except that's to right. each other, you know, yep. and that's and please and understand that's a scary what these thing. Idiots are doing these terrorists is not yeah. has nothing yeah. to do with religion. They're just I, crazy. Yeah, and, and yeah, the thing, I, I was actually watching the Italian. And no was, Bible does it say I, to I kill would, people. This is crazy. Well, they go to the Quran actually, but yeah, yeah, the Quran yeah, is their the, Bible. Even in but, the Quran, but, it's against killing. Yeah, their, but I, yeah. I, I was oh, watching. Huh. Uh, I was watching the Italian news yesterday because my grandfather has a satellite in his house with the Ryan International channel, and they were showing a lot of the. Stuff in Italy going on, and a lot of the Muslims in Italy were like demonstrating. I forgot what town they were doing it in, and basically holding up Italian flags and saying like, "We're we're not for terrorism, we're against terrorism, and all this stuff." And they were holding up Italian flags, like basically saying like, "We love the country we live in," all this other stuff. And uh, you know, it was uh, it was basically them trying to you know, given their implication, given the, having their say and saying you know, it's scary because people look at us. Like, they're scared of us. You know, he, one guy was saying the other day, I was walking through the piazza. One guy looked at me, he kept looking back at me, and I was like, this guy yeah, keeps looking at me. He goes, it. and the guy just started running. <clears throat> he was the guy started sprinting. He Where goes, the fuck I, was he going? He, I guess he thought he goes, maybe he thought I had a bomb or something. He goes, you know, it's, it's an uncomfortable but feeling to walk around question. like this. So it's, it's, it's scary. Do you, you know, do it, them. though? Do you do it, though? Because yeah. I find myself even doing it. Yeah. It, what, you if you're, like, in an airport or something? Anywhere, anywhere. You gotta remember where Not I work, anywhere. man. By the, yeah, I'm, I'm by the trade center. Right, right, right. And it's like we got yeah, millions yeah, of gotta, tourists. Yeah, and you gotta work there. Yeah, and, I think and you just it's, it's hard. You in gotta, my normal you know, day, I don't. But if I'm well, like at the airport, busy. no, no, because I don't. I work construction. I'm not. I'm not in a situation like you. So, right. But in like an airport, I I would be skeptical. Anywhere, of everybody. airport, the game, <laughs> guys. I gotta fly tomorrow. Can we, you know, drop the airport shit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about this fucking jihad and mihad and, and fucking. What yeah, are you? Yeah, that's but, what, uh, but I'm flying tomorrow. Where, where are you going tomorrow? I'm going to Canada. I'm going to go to work the James DeGale versus oh, uh, Lucien Boutet fight. You know what's awesome. funny about tomorrow? Mm. What's funny about tomorrow is uh, Adam Smith, uh, my uh, dear friend at Sky Sports, actually called me about working the Fury fight, Fury versus, Fury versus Klitschko fight What'd in Germany. Uh, Fury you versus Klitschko. That? No, I can't. can't. I got to work the DeGale fight instead. So, you know, as much as I'd like to be able to work the Klitschko versus Fury fight, First of all, it's a free trip to Germany. And second of all, uh, it's a pretty cool card. 65,000 people. I, I went to Vladimir Klitschko versus David Hay. And even if the fight wasn't great, just the atmosphere of, of uh, Klitschko fighting in front of 60,000 people is something I think all boxing fans should experience at least once. You know, and So it would be pretty cool. Having said that, I have to get first priority to Showtime. So I had to politely turn them down. And um, I'm going to rework in the James DeGale fight. James DeGale versus Lucian Boutet with Showtime. Uh, first priority is to Showtime. So... That'll be this weekend. Uh, the cold feature is Eleder Alvarez versus Isaac Chalemba, which is actually not a bad fight at heavyweight. You know, the both, neither of those guys have a huge name, but I've seen both of those guys fight. Eleder Alvarez, I think, is the guy that fought Pascal, right? Is that the guy that fought Pascal? Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. I, don't know. A, I think I think that is. And then Chalemba is a guy that also fought on uh, on HBO or Showtime uh, not that long ago. He's a he's a pretty good fighter. I know Buddy McGirt trains him. He's actually a pretty good fighter too. Chalamba. You say Chalamba, it sounds like a chimichanga or something. Yeah, <laughs> Chalamba. Yeah, he's like African. Or Holy Chalamba. He's yeah. a pretty good fighter though. Is it spicy or? I don't know. You're gonna have to ask him. 
so that's uh, that's that card. That'll be a uh, that'll be a pretty good card, you know. So uh, James DeGail wins that one easy. Yeah, I don't. I'm it's not a sure. It's matter what, of if he can stop sure, him or not. I'm not sure what Lucian has left. Yeah, but, um, you know, uh, I know Lucian prepares to the best of his ability every time. It's a matter of what he has left. You know, DeGale is really in his prime and an Olympic gold medalist. I think I'm very high on James DeGale. I think he's a very, very good fighter. You told me about him when he was ready to fight Darrell, and I was yeah. like, all right, let's watch this one. And he, he yeah. That we both made some money fight. on it too. Yeah, in fact. When I had, actually got the eyes was, on this fight, it was a locksmith. I don't know. No. Speaking of locksmiths, <coughs> we have a couple of hits this weekend, mm-hmm. no kid. Who do we take? Saul Canelo <laughs> Alvarez. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo this That's motherfucker. Easy. That was easy. That's money in the bank. Right Listen, there. I love Cotto. I have a lot of respect for him over the years, and you know, but. I thought uh, for the he smaller just, for the smaller guy, I thought Cotto fought a really smart fight. You know, I wasn't did. sure how intelligently Cotto could approach it or how much he'd be forced into a firefight because Cotto's instincts are always either a good boxer, but his instincts are always to take your head off and to eventually be in a firefight and, and kill you. And he had to fight a really disciplined fight against a naturally bigger man. And I wasn't, which is what you have to do when you go up and wait. You have to fight a more careful fight. Hint, hint. If hint, you don't hint. see guys moving up and waiting and fighting a careful fight, hint, hint. There's probably something wrong. <laughs> so Cotto did what any other Here great fighter go. does when they have to move up and wait and try to beat the odds. He moved up and wait and adjusted the game plan. Uh, credit to Freddie Roach. You know, you added the trainer. And, uh, you know, he adjusted the game plan and, and boxed Canelo. I thought he boxed well enough. I lost. I thought he lost 7-5. I, I didn't think the uh, scorecard. I had 8-4. I, think, I didn't think the scorecard did him any justice at all. No, people say, oh, <laughs> people say, oh, 7-5, that means one more round could be 6-6. Six, six. No, not really, because I had a 7-5 leaning more towards 8-4 than I did have it leaning towards 6-6. Six, six. Right, so, exactly. So I didn't, uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't think Cotto could win the fight or anything, but just the way he fought, and, and he did some things very well. Like, I love the way he was putting Canelo Alvarez out of position with his jab. I love the way he was dictating a lot of the pace with his jab. It's just, you know... It would be he would get he'd get hit with a lot of the bigger shots during the rounds, and it would swing the round back to Canelo. Now take it from me, any any be it from a guy who's won a lot of rounds jabbing. When you win a round jabbing, you have to be a bit more careful defensively. You can't get hit with the occasional right hand or the occasional left hook because winning that round jabbing even for two and a half minutes, the occasional right hand or left hook or left uppercut or whatnot mm-hmm. will swing the round back in the other guy's favor because they you know obviously professional boxing power punches are more. Uh, more uh, scored higher than anything else so you know again coming from a guy who's won a lot of rounds jabbing that's always been my approach as, as I'm jabbing 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 you, you, you gotta have your defense at it's highest radar you know at the highest point of it's radar and that's what Cotto did very well but then he'd get hit with the occasional right hand and, and left hook and whatnot over the course of those rounds where he was boxing well and and for me a lot of those times it swung it back the other way you know but but credit to Cotto as a smaller man fighting a guy who brings it in a physical way and still managing to uh box in a style that you know he can box he was an olympian but it's not his forte and uh uh, it takes a lot of mental discipline and it takes a lot of skill to do that and uh miguel cotto did that and uh, and credit to cotto uh a guy moving up and wait cleanly and trying to win the fight in a in a in an intelligent way gotta love him (laughs) oh you see i also wanted to say like this was a big event. I told you I thought it would do a million buys. I think it's somewhere around nine hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was close. Um, I that undercard was good too. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. Oh, oh, listen, yeah. that, that Miura Vargas fight was something else. Go ahead. We don't want to interrupt Peter Cards. Go ahead, Peter Cards. Um, we shouldn't. We shouldn't like. It shouldn't take away from a great event 
the fact that the three judges were watching something totally different. Yeah, it's not that suck when it's, you're in the arena and you miss because, a great fight. Because, no, because even for the people <laughs> at home, like, even for the people at home, you, you know, you spend 70 bucks, your hard-earned money, you watch a good fight. Even though the fight was still great, you kind of have that bitter, like, oh, what the fuck were they yes. watching? And it's still a somewhat of a turnoff. I don't let it bother me because I'm so used to it, and I just enjoyed the fight for what it was. And like I said, like you said, Cotto, moving up clean, you saw the weigh-in, Canelo was 155, Cotto was 153 and a half. Cotto uh, at 153 and a half, when he rehydrates... Got to what? 158? I mean, what could he really get to? Canelo, like in that. the ring, was 172 yeah. pounds. And he looked like a lot bigger. Than yeah, he just looked like, a, guy, it yeah. looked like a different, you know, big yeah. dude in there. Which is all now, also, reason. again, you know, credit to Cotto, because he's trying. Who have you ever seen take Cotto's punches like that and not be affected in the least? You know, there's, there's there's a reason why these weight classes happen, and there's a right. reason why normal people, normal people, clean athletes, when you move up in weight, at a certain point, your power is not effective. So you have and to find you have to find ways to win. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I want I want to say too, because you being a veteran, you've said this. How many times in a tough fight you sit there and say like in the corner, like, do I really need this fucking shit? You know, like, Cotto's <laughs> yeah. earned what? In your life. Cotto's yeah. earned what in the last 10, million, uh, 10 years? $60 million? Yeah. Like, I'm sure his, at some point in the fight, he was like, Freddie, shut the fuck up, man. I don't need this, you know? <laughs> but he's a, he's a man's he's a man. He's a professional. He signed up for 12 rounds, and that's what he did, you know? And, and that's, I give a lot of credit to that, because especially the eighth round, which Harold Letterman scored it for Cotto, which was fucking insane. Cotto almost got stopped in that round. I mean, he was some... All right, Jim. Dinging, yeah. <laughs> 89, 87, Canelo Alvarez. Jim, he's just hitting him to the body. But the my mom body shot. that dude. Oh, come on. I love Harold. No, I love Harold. Uh, no, but no. He, he switched up two rounds. He gave the eighth round, which was a clear Canelo round, to Cotto. And he gave the ninth round, which was a Cotto round, to Canelo. Like he made up for it or something. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I love Shut Harold. Shut up, Pete. It's not easy, <laughs> Being a judge, how do you know about being a judge, Pete? Go fuck yourself, Jim. Back, Back to you, Jim. Jim. Uh, but yeah, no, much respect to both guys, and and also Canelo. People don't realize it; they take it, they take it lightly, they take it for granted. The kid's twenty five years old, in mm -hmm. his second mega mega pay per view, mm -hmm. was cool as a fucking cucumber. Yeah. And but you see the emotion when he won. You see him cry and, and hug his trainer and his father. Yeah, that shows you that a lot of pressure. Bro. Right, right. He was he was hiding it well and and yeah. playing the 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 part well. But yeah. when it all like was over and he won, you see the kid yeah. reaction. You know, like. But uh, I was happy for both of them. I I, I think Cotto. Uh, if I was him, I would I would uh, retire. But he could still campaign at one fifty four. He's still you know Cotto. Yeah. Yeah. But still, there's still money to be made. Too. There you know, is. It, it, just, it, to go back what you said about the decision though. I was like, I was in Oregon and. I I was watching the fight with non-boxing fans. Like, this is the That's first... nothing worse you can do. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> yes. Hold on. What the fuck were you doing in Oregon? I was watching the Ducks, man. So... College football. College football. <laughs> you go so, to Oregon for that? Yeah, I went. And then Nike's over there. So oh, I get to go into the employee sta store, you know. Nice. But, um... So I'm watching this fight with the first time. Like, this is the first fight they've ever seen. <laughs> All right? Oh, 
and you know a, a million questions so, so why is he doing this why yeah. isn't he doing that but at the end of the fight like you said when the scorecards came out the first thing they said was wait but it wasn't that bad right right 100% and now it hurts the sport it does it does you understand it hurts the board it because is. they were like well then he shouldn't even came out and fought because yeah. the decision was made in the locker room yeah and that's the shame and that's when you're trying to bring in new fans and you get these dumbass judges you know you, you know, people are going to think that oh well I guess the decision was already made in the locker room so why do I need to watch yeah. I you think know? it gained some fi- fans from the under the fight before though oh man Miura oh, Miura my guy Miura who I met in Tokyo such a cool guy I met Takashi Miura in Tokyo yeah. last month hey Paulie oh man can we, can we hold that thought for a second Sure, let's oh, hold the it. The producer's doing his job. Yeah, we, we, we got to talk about here the comes, holiday Here comes season. the fun police. No, go ahead. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and the Harold Letterman of this uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got, All right, Paul. We got gifts. All right, guys, what are we doing? You guys are dropping my Takashi Miura yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Oh, let's no, we, 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 got got gifts. we got gifts. We got a gift list here. You got a holiday yeah. gift guide, right? You got you keep up with these gifts, right? You got the New York City Football Club. Andrew, what's his name? Andrea Pirlo. What's his name? Pirlo. That's my boy. That's my bro. Do not mess up. Up his name. Name and number yeah. T-shirt. Andrea Pirlo. All right, these gifts. We're gonna give you three gifts. You can find the links for these gifts in our episode description. You get a discount because you're like listening to Brooklyn to the world. Absolutely, you're, su- you're supporting the show, and it's a great gift. They're awesome. You gifts. know, we we came up with gifts that uh, you did. Yeah, that uh, I might get this other one. Would relate it. to us, you know. And Andre, like what? Andre. Callaway's men's Strata complete golf club set with bag, twelve piece. That's a nice one. Yeah, Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, for all those golf pros out there. Paulie answered the email for me. Um, what did I do? From the, the, the woman that works here. The woman. Yeah. The woman. You know, the woman that yeah. uh, emails Her. everybody and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> that she, one. Uh, <laughs> she emailed us to I go. I didn't answer the email for you. I was linked on that email. I, landed, I answered it myself. Whoa, my own you self. never answered the original email that actually had to provide the work. Uh, what was it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we had to provide a list of things that we would yes. like. This is just week one. We're doing this for four weeks. Right. So we, 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 we had to provide a Five. list of, of things yes. that, that we would think is a I'm cool a cool Christmas gift. These are a few of my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and uh, of course, Paulie being so busy, uh, didn't really partake, so to speak. Why do you got to throw under the bus wow. like that? This guy's working hard. But he then he answers seven jobs. He answers the other email and goes, ass, "Yeah, me and Pete will talk about it. <laughs> we'll take care of it. It's already taken know, I, I care." I just happen to be in the mood of uh, answering an email. I don't know. All right, very so good, very professional. So what, what what are the pieces we're gonna talk about? Right, oh, they oh. got our favorite giant Odell Beckham jersey on there. No, we're not there yet. That's, oh, that's in a couple weeks. This week right. is three things. Right, this so week. you 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 do it. Who's the soccer guy? What's his name? Andrea Pirlo. Andrea Pirlo. Champion. Champion. NYCFC. My favorite player. Blue T-shirt with that guy. That guy. You got the Callaway's golf club set with bag, 12-piece set. And you got the Nike Golf uh, Men's Nike Lunar Control 2 golf shoe. Nice. Nice. All right. So these links will be in the description of the show. You go to the show description, you click on them. And this will take you to what? Like Amazon, right? Correct. Through Amazon. Yeah. And you'll be supporting the show. It's available on Amazon, and you support the show. And uh, And Pete needs a new pair of shoes, so you click on the links. That's pretty cool. Buy me a a Pirlo jersey. What's the code that they get? They just this link no, it's, it's is, is the code. There's no polyam. No polyam. No. This, this is polyam. It doesn't. <laughs> it's, you're just getting the credit, man. You're gonna get the credit. Yeah, he wants, to give, out, he wants to give out another promo. Hey, code. and if you want, uh, when you click on the no link, polyam. you can yell out polyam. Yeah, just, just yell it out. Right. Just scream so it. What's the website? What's the 
The link is There's in the description of this episode. I know you've never downloaded an episode of your own show. No, 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 no. I don't. So you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't about. want to be a self conscious. I hear it's like you. to be all, all natural. I'm like Johnny Depp. I don't watch my own work. You're exactly like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Except for <laughs> nothing. Except, <laughs> except for everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> right. So go but yeah, go, go to the show description. These are great gifts. We're going to have them uh, for the next few weeks. We're going to have uh, three gifts every week. Oh, Please go okay. to the episode description. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it now let's go back and talk about that great fight <laughs> okay all so right we're good all right so let's do everybody yeah, go at home if you want that stuff yeah, i thought you said we're good spider yeah we are all right you yeah. ain't all right yeah. you little fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good fellow little good fellow's quote for the moment go anyway. click on the link you fuckers you <laughs> humps anyway go ahead let's get back so to the Miura, i made friends with last month in Tokyo. What a fight with Francisco Vargas. That guy's got balls, man. Thank you. I mean, I could see he was like not really a stylist when I saw him training in Japan, but I could. Everybody was talking about. Yeah, he wasn't That's really a stylist. That's a nice way to say yeah, that he, he's not. But, a uh, but he, he loads up everything he was throwing. That's you know what I mean? Fact. So I was like, and everybody's like, "Oh, this guy can punch." This guy. I was like, "No, I heard him." I said, "I was telling everybody, like, I heard him." You're I, I know he's a good fighter. And he's adorable catches. And then I too. see, he's, I see he's a lefty too. So I was like, "Damn!" But I also knew Francisco Vargas is a good fighter. So when I was watching him train, I said, "Man, this is gonna be a good fight. This is gonna be like, this fight's gonna be like a, the could steal the show." You know what about when I told my mother when the, my brother-in-law Jay asked me? He's like, he's like, who, who are these guys? I'm like, I don't know. I was two Japanese guys. My oh mother was my like God. Japanese, and the guy's name is Vargas. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh no, he's he's not. You've actually ja- seen him fight. Yeah, 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 he knocked that Juan Manuel Lopez last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't you, know. you were sleeping on that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I was too busy planning your surprise fucking birthday cake. Oh, the old fruit cake <laughs> with a cupcake yeah, yeah, on top. <laughs> with, a, with a whole wheat cupcake <laughs> on top. I could not eat. any. I barely ate any of it because I was too busy eating the big ZD. I know. So. So, Miura Vargas, knockdowns, uh, blood, cuts, all, anything you can get. If anybody didn't see this fight, someone, you got to go YouTube it or something. Find this fight. Miura versus Vargas, definitely fight of the year candidate. But then you got the problem that I have with this fight. I remember people disagree. Oh, he was hurt. Bro, he was hurt when he got dropped. Miura was hurt when he got dropped. So, don't tell me he was hurt because he was hurt when he got dropped. Mm. You let him dead up. Take another minute worth of punishment where he doesn't punch back. You still don't stop the fight. A beating. Then you get to the next minute where Vargas is clearly punched out and Miura is starting to fire back. Maybe not consistently, but he's throwing something as opposed to throwing nothing. And Francisco Vargas is clearly arm weary and punched out. And you stop the fight? Hmm. Come on, bro. That was a hard Come on, wasn't bro. That, wasn't that Tony Weeks? Yeah. I agree and Tony with Weeks has done some good refereeing job. I mean, he's actually a really good referee, I think. Yeah. He's, one, he's among Overall, the best. Overall, he is. He's among the best. You know, like everybody has a bad night. But, man, shit was about to hit the fan right there, yeah, bro. Was about to go down. Miura has a don't-say-die and never-say-die attitude. Francisco Vargas has the same mentality, you know, that Mexican warrior mentality. But he was arm-weary. He tried to finish Miura, and he didn't finish him. The only problem is Weeks did the job for him and stopped the fight. Right. Because Miura is starting to punch back, and we all know, as we saw in the fight, Miura can punch. Yeah. Right. So it he, was back and forth. He there. reoxygenated. He, in the minute he survived the assault and he didn't punch back, he's also reoxygenating. So when he's starting to fire back, 
there's some mustard on those shots. Right. Vargas is arm weary, so there's less mustard on his shots. And he had already plus, been dropped in the plus, fight. Yeah, plus he's there's less muscle on his chest. Plus he's tired. He's arm yeah. weary. He's tired, bro. So you don't know if Muro's gonna actually. We we got we were robbed of a potential round of the year, let alone fight right. of the year. Like, no, I was saying uh, because I was saying Vargas was dropped earlier in the fight too. So yes, they were Vargas both, was also so dropped. So you never earlier. know what, what Muro was hurt gonna, in round one. Right. I mean, it, you don't know where the momentum swings in that fight was were great. Oh, that's and it's a shame because then they one? said after the fight, then they said after the fight, oh, we're not gonna look for a rematch. Here. We're gonna look what? at Salido and Martinez. No we're rematch. Gonna, no we're rematch. gonna look at the winner of Salido and Martinez uh, three. They don't want no rematch. That's why. Yeah, so just screw over the guy. Send them. Yeah, send them. Send Muro back to Japan and screw him over. No rematch. You kidding me? That fight's bad. For a rematch, joke. It was a great joke. Fight. that's why you don't do the stoppage. That's why you don't stop it because you don't know what opportunity you're taking away from somebody. These are world champions. As a world champion, you earn your right to go out on your shield. I know it's safety first and all this shit. Listen, this is coming from a fighter. We bust our humps to win these world championships. You finally have a world championship. Don't just take it away from me. Let me lose it. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Come on, You could bro. say he was winning the fight, right, at that point. I mean, it was very close. I think he was up on two scorecards and one was a draw. Or was, he, or he was, was up on two scorecards fight. and one was lost. Yeah. The fight was still up for grabs. They yeah. traded knockdowns. It was a very violent honest, affair. I can't even remember the scorecard. That's how much Oh, yeah, I don't action. remember the scorecards. No, they said, I, don't even, they, I can't they even they tell you who won round one. The yeah. fight was straight Well, action. I remember one thing I remember about round one is Vargas hit him with a... Uh, right uppercut Yeah He buckled like he was going oh, down Left uppercut yeah. Left uppercut He buckled like he was going down Got hit with a fucking Six piece combination Still and didn't recovered. go down Recovered from that yeah. I'm like yeah. this yeah. guy's the an animal The six piece actually woke him up Better than Because <laughs> yeah. the uppercut hurt him Yeah It woke yeah. him up Yeah he was yeah. knocked out And then he got woke up Yeah I'd pay, I'd pay to see and that And then rematch. he came back And dropped Vargas In round two or three yes. He came back and so dropped I think it was two or th Yeah two or three I know he busted him Open the cut right away Are they gonna re-air this? They should re-air this fight Yeah and term We know when they re-air The main event They should re-air both fights Honestly, I know I don't work for HBO, but if you guys have any brains over there, Get you guys should re-air both fights. Because that will bring in some main event and main event. You guys, I, I was watching the fight. I had my baby daughter in my hand. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> she scared oh, the shit out of her. Yeah. It was Man, sad. I didn't cry, you fucking... Yeah, what? It was sick. an accident. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was watching crazy. a fight. I got excited. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Well, that's boxing for My family almost called the police when Marquez knocked Pacquiao out. I screamed so loud. I almost flew out. Me? Oh, man. Oh, man, you oh, were crazier us. than I was at that fight. Oh. All I did was get hit with beer from everywhere. <laughs> Me and my mother was screaming like animals. Oh you my god! You would have thought we hit the lotto. I'll be, I'll be it was honest. like a version of me hitting the lotto. I, I, thought, was like, I thought he died. I had a moment of silence. I was. I, I just did, looked yeah, and I was, I was like, I, I was hoping he died, shit. but he didn't. Oh, die. Come, on. Oh, god. come on! Come on! That's too much. All right. What's your problem? How many beers you want? It's too much. All right. Fine. Let's replace P with the most interesting man in the world. I don't always say dumb shit, but what I do, <laughs> I don't always speak, but when I do, I say dumb shit. You need yeah. that t-shirt. That's your t-shirt. Brooklyn to the world. So what do we got oh. tonight? Who's Larry's Landy Lara fighting? Oh, Jan Zavik. Jan Zavik, yeah. The stepping stone. champion. Slash step, stepping stone now. Because uh, he's a, a typical foreigner that came over with a nice record and hasn't won. He is tough, though. He is very tough, but I don't, I think he hasn't beaten anybody, right? Yeah. Well, he, uh, he, was, he had the IBF Waltaway title for a right. little bit. Right. Yeah. He got that through being mandatory and whoever he fought. <laughs> I don't know how he won it now, but and then he, he lost to what? Birdo, the and then he lost it to Birdo. Yeah, but uh, but he's a tough, durable guy. Uh, I don't see Lara stopping him. 
Uh, even though Zavik's best weight class is welterweight, and now he's fighting yeah, a junior exactly. middleweight. But Lara's not a kind of guy who, who takes too many chances. He's the kind of guy that will pick you apart and just uh, go to the Speaking distance. of which, we didn't talk about Regan Dow yeah. on the card. Speaking of cu- slick Cubans, yeah. Uh, honestly, bro, people got to get off this guy's dick. People hit me up on Twitter. How do you have him as pound for pound the best? Because he is. <laughs> oh, but you have to be active. Not if you don't have a choice. You think the guy wants to sit on the sideline yeah, and watch everybody fight? I mean, yeah. the guy yeah. goes to Sometimes me. Sometimes a fan in their brains takes over the rest of the common sense in their insane. brains. It's fucking insane. The guy goes to me. I, don't know, I was talking to him today, and I was, just, I was answering him a few times, and I was like, I don't even have time for this guy. He goes, how can you have Ward and Rigo on a pound-for-pound list? I said, because they're the best in the sport. That's mm-hmm. what pound-for-pound means. Yep. Oh, well, you know, Klitschko, I could understand... But Rigo, uh, you know, Klitschko doesn't go hiding under a rock. Um, <laughs> having managerial and promotional issues is not hiding under a rock. It's actually being forced under the it's rock. A, yeah, they put you under the rock, actually. <laughs> um, Rigo just signed with Rock Nation and on seven days notice was on a fucking major pay-per-view where he wants to be, where he belongs. And... For seven days notice, I thought he looked pretty good. I thought he did, too. People are, like, criticizing his performance and shit. The guy that he fought was training for another fight. I mean, that guy was sharp. But explain it from your... You got to have the timing. fight of that magnitude on seven days notice, I know I wouldn't be that sharp. That's for sure. I mean, the fact that Rigo was able to go the rounds and and dictate the pace and be sharp enough to win comfortably. I mean, yeah, okay, it wasn't exciting, but... You know, Rigando uh, did what he had to do, and also the pound for pound list has nothing to do with how exciting you are. Oh no, that's <laughs> what he said to me. You know, he goes, the, he goes, the pound oh, for pound means is, is is how effective and good you are. It has nothing to do with the excitement. He factor. says Ward and Rigandau are boring. I said, yeah. Ward I said, is boring. I said, well, pound for pound doesn't mean. I'm sorry, they don't excite you enough. They're not exciting enough for you. I said, but pound for pound means the best, and they are the best. They make it look boring. They make it. That's how good they are. Lots of times, the guys on the pound for pound list are probably not as exciting because they're so good. Floyd was number one pound for pound. Excitement factor. Roy Jones was number one pound for pound. Sometimes are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you're too exciting, it probably means you're less effective. You know. So Vladimir Klitschko is a pound for pound guy. So you know. uh, just the way it is. Well, it's, it's these uh, boxing fans who fly by night. You know, they think about Tyson. Nah, it's not just fly by night. But you know what I mean? It's also the old guys right. from like 1950. Oh, right. Those, they, those guys were good. You yeah. know? That's the problem. Because those guys could be exciting and be the best of the sport. Because at the time, this, for me, the sport wasn't as advanced. Right, they're rock and good. Them. You right. could actually be good and still uh, be exciting at that time. Because right. the sport wasn't as advanced. As the sport got more and more advanced, you know, these guys that are so good that they're not exciting anymore b- become the top of the sport. And so you have to understand how to separate the two entities. There's excitement factor and there's effectiveness. And a lot of times they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> the guy goes, I said, listen, dude. One kid goes, yeah, Andre Ward is a beast. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Some other kid chimed in. I said, yeah, he hasn't lost a fight since he's 12. I mean, that's <laughs> what, what else do you need to say about the guy, right? So the kid goes, the same kid goes, he went to every court in California, and they told him to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's called a contract, buddy. And he had to wait until it expired, or his promoter died. Literally, he yeah. had to wait till his promoter died. Yeah. His promoter died. His promoter's dead. Yeah, 
That's the only way he was able to get out of the fucking contract. Yeah. I mean, what more do you want? He, he, yeah, the guy wants his prime to go by and him just commentate and not fight. Yeah, that's what that's what he wants out of his life yeah. when he's the business, best fighter the, in the, the world. Business and the sport can be complicated, but <laughs> obviously a lot, a, a little too complicated for yeah. the Twitter folk. Yeah, well, <laughs> fiction common. can be fun, but I prefer the nonfiction section. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lace Ventura for the kids. Then. <laughs> that didn't realize that but yeah so I mean at day's end uh, I'm with you on that I think Rigo and uh, Ward are definitely pound for pound entrance I'm happy they're back uh, yeah, I, I am does anybody excited. know where Gamboa is I don't know but they were Last talking scene about in Nebraska. they were talking about Tevin Farmer and uh, and Gamboa I know uh, Tevin Farmer hit me with a tweet he wanted me to talk about it on Twitter and then I just didn't get around to it uh, Tevin Farmer is a pretty good boxer I don't know if you guys have heard of him but I've seen him once or twice he's actually I forget he's got one or two decent wins uh you know, man, thinking about him in Game Boy would be a man. Think it'd be a pretty good fight for Game Boy to come back with, and for Farmer to be able to step up a little bit and get into people's living rooms oh, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't, uh, I didn't get around to it, and then it just slipped my mind. And now that we're actually brought up Game Boy, I'm just thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't know. And speaking don't know. of pound for pound, if he didn't retire every other fight, David Hay is making a comeback. Yeah, David Hay is a pretty good. The fighter awesome David. He's phenomenal. Yeah. I love watching him. Yeah, he's cocky. He's cocky in the right way. You glass me. He, yeah. He'll glass you. <laughs> he'll bottle, he'll bottle you. Know? Yeah, he glass me. He glass me, me mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope we run into him in England. Oh, <laughs> we did the last time. Yeah, we did. 2008. He's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, fucking David Hay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a class act. He's awesome fighter. Extremely athletic. If he's the kind of guy like when he's on TV, you don't want to turn the channel. Like either yeah. he's fighting or even if he's doing an interview. I mean, for me, even if he's doing an interview, I watched like, the press conference. I'm just listening yeah. to him. Like, I watched the press next? conference on YouTube you know? just because it was him. I'm, I yeah. love David. Hey. <laughs> Does he still have the cornrows? No, he's got a fucking afro puff. Yeah, maybe he'll corn roll it up for yeah, the fight. Yeah, he probably but, does uh, corn roll it up. He's got yeah, a, yeah. he's got like yeah, a, yeah. yeah. You, you, he's got like a mic app. It's uncomfortable to just have your braid or the DL braided all the time. You know, yeah, you Yeah, I would. Oh, you would know. Thanks, Nick. You're right. Sometimes. You just gotta let your hair just uh, hang, you know. Kind of like you let your let balls your hair down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like like speaking of which, yeah. that leads me to Guerrero's father. <laughs> gotta let your balls hang. That's what he told you. No, that's what he said uh, at, when they were getting ready to fight Mayweather. What would he say? You gotta be a man, bro. Sometimes you just gotta let your balls hang. <laughs> <laughs> you do the accent and everything. The, what about height. when we fought Juan Diaz the first time in Houston, and he was fighting oh. the guy from South Africa oh on the undercard, God. and they almost came to blows on, uh, during yeah. the press conference. Tell what? Tell us about that, Pete. Tell us viewers about that because they, you know, but at that what time, what did the guy? What did the the South African? Guy and trainer say. When I fought Juan Diaz, Robert Guerrero fought for the IBF uh, Super Featherweight title and yeah. in the uh, in the uh, main event, I believe. Yes. So go ahead. Uh, but what did he say that made Guerrero say what I'm about to say? I don't know. He pissed him off. Something. He pissed him off somehow, and he said, "You know, we're gonna kick your son's ass or something." Yeah. But and he said, "You're gonna need it, Holmes." You're gonna need it. You're gonna need. Yeah, you're gonna need it, Holmes. And he kept going. I was like, whoa. And then the and guy the, said, "You're gonna need it or something." No, he no. said, "Good luck, because you're gonna need it." And that's what oh, he lost. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Said, you yeah, fuck. good luck. You're gonna need it. And you then the memory and then of Ru- a retarded and elephant. Ruben Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the South African coach said, "Yeah, good luck, because you're gonna need all the luck you can get or something." Yeah. Like that. And Ruben Guerrero flips you're out. You're gonna need it, Holmes. No, no, no. You're gonna need. You're gonna need. <laughs> as they separate him, as he's attacking, yeah, you as he's like an attack dog, and everybody had to get in the middle. <laughs> and separate them, and this was this kind of 
went into cut into my show because I was trying to <laughs> let everybody know I was about to get robbed in a few days. <laughs> and now, and now the press conference got taken over by Ruben Guerrero trying to attack. Uh, I forgot the guy's name, man. Who was the guy he was fighting? The South African IBF champion at the time. Anyway, Ruben Guerrero trying to attack his trainer. And uh, and I still got my points off, but Robin Ruben Guerrero, and then you're gonna need it. Obviously, we all needed it on sat- that Saturday night. Yes. I needed the judges to. We get needed a new the pair commission to not be low lives, and uh, yeah. And uh, obviously, the guy did end up needing it because Robert Guerrero won the IBF Super Featherweight title. Facts. Night. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Um, but okay. speaking of which, he got a fight coming up. He got a fight coming up with uh, Danny Garcia. Mm-hmm. So Danny and and Robert Guerrero going to go out of January twenty third. Do you think the fathers are oh probably going to get it on God. in the undercard? What do you think of that? Oh, That's, I can't wait. Well, what if for they that just surprise us and they wind What about if they just surprise us and they get along? No, Mexican nah. and a Puerto Rican before a fight. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I is what I predict. The first press conference is going to be like low when they first announce it. And then fight week is just going to be so much tension because it's fight week. Right. The guys aren't going to be able to hold it. Right. They're going to go, they're going to flip out. They should be on the undercard. They should let the fathers fight on the undercard. Yeah. I'd pay to see that. Absolutely. <laughs> like in a four rounder. Yeah, that's fine. You televise the four rounder. Two minute rounds. No, but Garcia and Guerrero, I think it's a pretty good fight because Guerrero's always in it fun is. fights. People, um, again, right away, they start putting posting cherries on Danny's Instagram. Dude, what he will fight anybody you tell him to fight. Mm-hmm. It, it, if, an offer, <laughs> if an offer gets put on your lap, mm-hmm. you like it financially, and you like you know who it's against, why would you say no? Of course. You know, it's just and and Guerrero's not a walk in the park for nah, anybody. Guerrero comes to fight every time, every time, every and time. The, and he stays active. He's yeah. a fucking animal, the dude. Yeah. You know, is, do I think he's gonna win? No, but it's a, it's a tough fight. I think it's a good fight. It is a I good fight. A good fight. You know, I don't, I don't. He's I don't, lefty. He's I don't awkward. Think it's a guaranteed win for Gardini. You know what I mean? Decision. I Danny decision. is a good fighter. Robert yeah, yeah, fighter. Decision. Yeah. decision. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good fight. I, I think it's. A, I, I know again, a lot of times during Danny goes into lulls during his fights, and, and Robert likes to keep it busy. You right. know, he likes to push a certain pace so you know I think even winning rounds is it could be a, a tit for tat affair you know it, look what uh, happened with Peterson could be a when good Peterson fight. pushed the pace right, yeah, in right. the second 100%. half of that fight yeah. and look so, again give Danny some credit instead of shitting on him this is his second fight at welterweight yeah what do you want what do you want yeah. him to fight King yeah, Kong and look at the guys he's been fighting I mean he's fought Juan hey. Peterson he fought me he, he fought you he fought the, Frank Guerrero he, yeah he's fought at junior welterweight he fought a lot of big names so I mean you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have any problem with this matchup. Actually, I think the matchup stylistically could be fun because again, yeah. there's lots of times where Danny goes into lulls during rounds, and and Robert is the kind of guy that uh, you Ain't know will push happen. the pace, mm-hmm. and and you know he's got that southpaw st- style, and uh, he'll push the pace, and he uh, he fights, and I, I I like the fight. I really think it's going to be a. I think it could potentially be a pretty fun fight and then it's national tv in the u.s you got uh, fox making their debut not fox sports literally fox making their debut so that'll that'll be pretty cool for uh, uh the two fighters to get a, a national tv exposure on a, on a main network channel and uh for boxing itself to be uh, on another mainstream network channel so uh that's a january 23rd yeah january 23rd uh so uh, staples center so shout out to pbc shout out to al Heyman, shout out to the entire staff for continuing to make big things happen and uh, boxing, big things for boxing in 2016. Shout out to Sam Watson for just um, <laughs> speaking totally in circles for the last 30 years of his life and getting away with it. I think that's great. <laughs> Why? Why are you the the hell? Hell? I love Why? Sam. He's great. <laughs> Did you see Sam in the documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Holyfield yeah, yeah. Tyson documentary. Oh, that was so a documentary. That documentary. Tyson, yeah. <laughs> Yo, and I heard he was on something else now. Somebody asked me the other day. He was on... Uh, he was in another fight and uh, was in the ring. Oh, Trinidad and Del Hoya. Somebody told me he was in the ring for Trinidad and Del Hoya. 
I gotta really? re- I gotta rewatch that again. Yes. Oh yeah, he was. Somebody was Sam. telling me that too. So Sam yeah. makes a Sam, Sam sneaks himself in there. He's always been there. He's been there. Right. Yeah. Sam's been there even when you don't realize he's there. Right. You didn't even know it was man on the couch. He was there. Man he's like the guy on the couch. Yeah, guy on the couch. But he talks, so he's not like the quiet kind of couch. That's what I mean about him talking in circles, and you don't know exactly what he said, but he said something to you, <laughs> and he probably he probably said that he's gonna do something or take care of you, and then he might come through with it. But he might also just like take like a few months to get back to you about it. <laughs> but it's just the way he goes about it. You don't even get mad at him. You're just like, all right, Sam, cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, he's, he's been on the tube even before we knew he's, he was on yeah. the tube. He was on the tube for those big, both big events. People, I bet people really thought he was Al Heyman. They didn't even know who Al Heyman was, but... Yeah. Who for a while, was I think that? everybody thought he was Al Heyman yeah, for did. a little bit. Yeah. I did. I definitely yeah. did. I was like, <laughs> a lot of, this guy a lot of everywhere. I was like... Why is Al Heyman and his kids though. all over the fucking yeah. place? Yeah, I think everybody at one point or another thought Sam Watson was Al Heyman. And now I think it's cat's out of the bag and we all know that that's not Al Heyman. Yeah, that's yeah. Sam Watson. So Sam's got his own big name. He's... he's, he's He's nurturing. I, I, I looked him up according to uh, this this article. When him and his sons are in some uh, boxer's corner, they win ninety nine percent of the time. That's the stat. That's the stat. Wow. The Watsons they work for Al Because sometimes they're not in any corner because there's two Heyman fighters, and also on PBC they're not in any corner because nobody's allowed in the ring. They're not PBC. allowed. <laughs> yeah. So I guess those statistics are out the window. And on that's PBC. awkward. Yeah. Where do you stand if you're like one of the twins? You want you walk in and then you're like, all right, so the fighter's got to go by himself. What Find do we do? Seat. You know, like, <laughs> that's got to be awkward. They got to put like a penalty box. So they can just go there. I gotta yeah. say that when I fought Garcia on PBC, the ring did feel kind of empty. Yeah, like, I was walking around and shit. It I'm was. like, this ring hasn't been this empty since I was in the amateurs. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. When I'm in the amateurs. It's like all empty. Nobody's allowed in the ring. I was like, damn, this ring is empty right now. There's not even a ring announcer in there. <laughs> no, there wasn't. No. <laughs> so weird. There's nobody there in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like fighting in the gym. It's like, oh, I was like shit. pacing back and forth. I'm like, man, I got all the room in the world in here. <laughs> Before he uh, hung out with Al Heyman, he worked for Motown Records. He was a friend of Marvin Gaye, so he like, right. you know, he uses his uh, friendships. Sam, Samuel, Sam knows everybody. One yeah. thing about Sam, you got to give him credit. Yo, Sam literally. Little everybody. little do you know that he was actually working for Al Heyman then too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not know that Al Heyman was involved in music. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Oh, it says, it says job and promotions at Motown led to a meeting with Heyman, a concert promoter in 1980. Oh, that's oh, what, oh wow. So Watson and Heyman have been almost inseparable ever since. Yeah, mm-hmm. 30 years. Yeah, it's like me and Pete. But I don't walk around with my twin sons and get paid for. Make him believe I'm Well, if I had that kind of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. No, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't have Al's money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not too many people do, apparently. Oh. All right, well, what are we doing? Is that, um, is that, we went on our rants. We talked about the Champions League. Forza Juve. We beat City. Sorry to my British fans. Uh, I know. At least United drew. Hey, Giants are playing the Redskins. Big game. That's Sunday. a big game for first place. Yeah. Uh, we're in first place. We like to uh, keep it that way. Yeah. We signed Hakeem Nix. Yeah, we did. We should sure make because Victor Cruz is out for the Sign year. Sign in fantasy. That's a fantasy sleeper. Yeah, I, you, you know, know you what? can't play it anymore. On uh, in this, uh, we're not talking about that because yeah. what happened. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's frowned upon Thanks. in this establishment. Thanks for Eric. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Eric P. Schneiderman. Right? Oh, T. Schneiderman. Eric Kim T. Schneiderman. Did you tell Paulie about that? What I did? Oh, you played in Jersey, right? 
He's yeah. a Jersey resident. Yeah. We're gonna have to come he over to your house. He won DraftKings. DraftKings has set sauce this weekend in Jersey. Oh. <laughs> I'll put in whatever lines you no. want. You want to hear this? Wait. So wait. Let's give let's give the man some credit. And you're drooling all over. How excited you are? Oh, you're drooling all over. You're stuttering prick. Fuck me. Use your shirt. Fuck me. Fuck my mother. So, Seth. Fucking hit for two thousand dollars. Boom. Sure did. Boom. What? DraftKings. Yeah. yeah. Who was it? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you want that, Eric T. Schneiderman? Did <laughs> yeah. you want that? Hey, hey Eric T. Schneiderman. Do you like apples? Cock, Eric. Hey, Eric. Do you like apples? He just won two grand in Jersey. How do you like them apples? Yeah, wrong with Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prick you. Anyway, um, go ahead. Yo, so my sister. Little Paulie, uh, my brother-in-law came into town for the the Cotto Canelo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they sure did. So my brother-in-law is a, he's really good at fantasy. Mm -hmm. You know, Jay's good at that shit. And they so. play in Pennsylvania, so Eric T. Schneiderman don't get any ideas because they live in Pennsylvania. No, I got an Check idea for you, cuz he puts together his whole fucking lineup. He goes to hit submit, and it says there's an error. Your IP address is linked to an area where you are not allowed to play Fanduel. No, because he does Fanduel. It doesn't go by your oh, card; it goes by your location where you are. Where you are, you cocksucker. So he couldn't play. Schneiderman. He couldn't. You access everybody's IT address, you fucking bored cocksucker! <laughs> wow. You miserable fuck! Wow, so he, because he was visiting New York, he couldn't play this game? I, I want to go see my family. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not on whoa, Sundays. Whoa. Yeah, not on Sunday, motherfucker. On Sunday, <laughs> Hold does. on, let me put my team in first, and then we'll go where you gotta go. It's just you to drive over to Gothels, he would have been alright. You know what I mean? That's, oh, that's fuck you, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> that is, bro, there's, Jersey sucks. there's bombing everywhere, and there's and this guy's worrying about fucking Fandle and Red Kings? You fucking jerk-off. Are you kidding me? With the problems we got in the world, we got these jerk-offs just making shit up as they go along just to figure out a way to break balls. And then they give themselves medals. You ever notice like they, they make up rules, then they make an arrest, or they make up rules, and they, take, and, 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 and they give themselves a medal, they give themselves an award. Like, I'm sick of this shit. Take care of the right shit already. Hey. Guess right. what? He also took money out of your guys' fucking pockets because we don't draft Kings as a sponsor anymore. That's right. Oh, oh, fucking man. Eric T. Snyderman, you piece that of shit. Horrible. And all this, and this whole, and this whole shenanigans. I actually we lost didn't even, track of that. Yeah. 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 Your pockets. Yeah. I and I can directly. Direct mine. And I can And Pete Sweater, say with the Christmas shopping. <laughs> I'm fucking broke, Eric T. Snyderman. <laughs> you piece of shit. Unbelievable. You owe me at least $1,000. At least. I'll fucking never, scumbag. I'll never be able to get my rematch. Yeah, you can't, we can't even rematch each other. I can't even get my rematch. I lost yeah. by one point. Not to mention, he turned Pete into a de another degenerate card player again. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the cards come from. There we go. Pete cards. Pete I'm cards. actually uh, juniors, juniors fighting in... Uh, Atlantic City, supposedly, right? Yeah, you can play DraftKings. You know what? How is Junior? You can play DraftKings and you can play cards in the casino. Well, I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm gonna How go. is Junior? Because you know what? He's good. He's I haven't good. seen that kid in a long time. But I actually like that dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good. real dude and he's on the come up. He's good. He's on the come up. He's 7 0 with six knockouts. Um, he was supposed to fight in Florida. Well, I was with him in the gym today. Yeah. How did, how did he What is this fight, was, man? I just did uh, some pad work and shit, you know? I had sparring. You know? He, um, <clears throat> yeah. He's fighting at the Claridge, I believe, in yeah, Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. When? So, it's a December fifth, December fifth, next Saturday. As, as Jacobs and Quillen. Yeah, so I'm gonna sit down and play some hold'em for sure. Thanksgiving. 
Thanksgiving is tomorrow. tomorrow. It's almost it's almost Thanksgiving now. Oh, uh, are you trying to hint something, <laughs> Seth? Oh, we kept you here late? Get the fuck out of here. You, you, know, you, know, you know one thing about it, Seth? Most of our podcast listeners are from England. They don't even celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. So uh, that, technically, that day doesn't American even holiday. count. And I know I'm making weight, so I, I can't partake in any Thanksgiving festivities. So I I, I can't care less about the Thanksgiving. All right, so for all, your, your, all of your European fans, happy Thursday. Yeah, happy Thursday. <laughs> and you know what? Love my European fans. I barely more. eat the turkey. I always eat the sides. You eat the sides, yes. the middle, the you top, the, the bottom. You eat the turkey wing. I like I like the, the turkey the mashed wings. potatoes, the corn, and the turkey butt, corn, the stuffing. Turkey butt. All right, guys, yes. make it wait, guys. The, the, make gra- it the guys. gravy. Yeah. Cut the shit already. I'm pistachios. Oh, <laughs> pistachios. You got to really jerk this. Strawberries. Things they fight for in a Spanish household. They don't finish shit. Me and Jonathan are going to the Rangers game time. We're playing Montreal. Top two teams in the NHL. Head to head. Head to head. We went to the Islanders. I hope these yourself. tickets are official. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get our way in. Wait, you got it? You got it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rangers, Canadiens. One and two in the NHL. Oh, it's a big rivalry. 16 and three versus 16 and two. two I don't know, dude. Four? I just know where the two teams are. 16 and four versus 16 and three. I, yeah. I brought these tickets from Jose in the Bronx. When the guy, when the usher, when the usher, no, when the usher scans them, you just get cuffed. So you're a cop, so you're free to go. Paulie's in the Paulie. Paulie, give me your property. I got a flight to catch, buddy. I I can't get arrested tonight. What about tonight? I'm missing the the funnest day of the year. The most fun day of the year. Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve is like the biggest party night of the year. Yeah, that's when we were Discounts 12, at the strip club. What do you mean? We're, we're 12. Bro, I went out Thanksgiving Eve last year. That's what are you amateur about? night, though. No, 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 no. Little out of line yourself. Little out of line yourself. That's like, that's like, that's like, going, that's like going, going out New Year's Eve. That's like all the girls are out. Everybody's out. No, no, no. Thanksgiving Eve is the shit. That's right? like going out New Year's Eve. A lot Eve. of fun memories on Thanksgiving Eve. Wednesday that is. Thanksgiving night? Eve and New Year's Eve are the two biggest nights. New Year's Eve is horrible, And was it the daylight savings when they actually extended the hour in the club? That's the shit. Woo! Especially yeah. for But that's alcohol. not a big night, though. That's Thanksgiving Eve is. You're right about Eve that. Thanksgiving Eve. Like, tonight, it's going to be pumping. No, yeah. you, know what, you know what amateur nights are, really? What? It's not so much Thanksgiving Eve as it is, like, St. Paddy's Day. The cliche ones, you know, yeah. like... New Year's Eve. People want drink New Year's like Eve. Everybody's year. hammered Listen, at seven o'clock at night. Knows. By four o'clock, they're dead on the floor. The girls ain't going out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> four o'clock because they sleep they're in dead by eleven o'clock at night. They didn't even Friday? see the ball. Drop. The ball. Yeah. Who'd you kiss? I don't fucking know. <laughs> 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 they're sleeping earlier than they are on a regular yeah. night because they're so whacked. I know. No, but honestly, uh, th- those are still fun nights, and that's uh, part of the the, sh- the everyday struggle of training camp. Is that uh, unfortunately I have to miss Thanksgiving Eve this year. Why don't you cry about it? Um, <laughs> let's uh, Saturday prediction. Obviously, Klitschko. Yeah, Klitschko, I say Klitschko, I Klitschko in three. I say, I give Fury about four or five. You want to take a little bit on that? Yeah, oh, you got Fury. Oh, More than three rounds. I think he's gonna last no, longer no. than three. I'm what? taking the over. Can we bet on the over and the under? No, you're out of your mind. What I have a prediction. Like? What? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Club what about the Gale and Boutte? You said the Gale. The Gale is just a matter of if he stops him or not. Yeah. Hey, woman! If he steps on Okay, I'm going to go over on the three. You're saying three, right? No, well, I'm not taking over and under action. I'm, I'm saying Come three. Come on, that's not Gambling is illegal in the studio. I know Klitschko's going to win. That's a fucking lock. <laughs> Can I go over on the studio? Let's pick a round. Oh, you got to go higher than that. Let's pick a round then. Six and a half. Oh. You going six and a half? I'll take, I'll take under six and a half. Under six yeah. and a half. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Hundo. I mean, just got to go halfway through the seventh round. 
One minute and 51 seconds. Oh, one minute and 31. 30. Yeah. How are you feeling? Right, a little off set. I'm tired. Knock him out in like the fourth round. He's saying four. He's saying under. This is a big debate right now. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, take well, this, let's take this offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the F out of my studio. <laughs> right, we accepting the bet. Twenty dollars. How about that? Right. Twenty dollars. You got. You got the over. Shake on it. I got the over. Shake you got on it. the over. Six right. and a half. All right. Six and a half. You'll All never right. forget the name Tyson Fury. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, the Gale over Boutay tonight. We got Lara over over Zavik, right? That's on ESPN. Eight o'clock. Uh, and it's in Miami, which I probably would have been My second there. home, South I, I, I might have actually been there oh, if South I wasn't uh, training for the fight. South, 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 South bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it in South <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it all for episode number 31. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week where I will probably be dehydrating <laughs> as I get ready for my 12-12 fight in London. Love you guys. Keep listening to the podcast. Yeah. We'll be back next week. From Jonathan, from Peter Cards, from Nick Lou. And from Seth. Hey, thanks, buddy. We gotta start giving all everybody like uh, each other's Twitter and Instagram names. We'll do that next week, though. Yeah. Later, over and out. Later, guys. I'm off to the Ranger game. Let's do it, child.